Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us for our Word of the Day. This morning, as we continue through the book of Exodus, we're going to look at Exodus chapter number 32. Now, in this chapter, Moses has been up on top of Mount Sinai for 40 days now, receiving the plans for the tabernacle from God himself. And remember in chapter 24, before he went up to Mount Sinai, the children of Israel told him, said, hey, you go up and talk to God, and whatever God says to do, we will obey. We will obey God completely. But Moses is up there for 40 days, and the children of Israel begin to get impatient with what God is doing. Let's look at verse number 1. And when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down off the mount, the people gathered themselves together unto Aaron and said unto him, Make us gods, which shall go before us. For as for this Moses, that man which brought us out of Egypt, we wot not what has become of him. So after just 40 days, the children of Israel get very impatient and come to Aaron and say, Hey, uh, why don't you make us some gods to worship? Because Moses has been gone and we don't know what's going to happen to him. We don't know what has happened to him. He may never come back again. And remember, just 40 days ago, they told God, Hey, we're going to obey you no matter what. But they grow impatient with what God is doing and how God is working, and so they immediately disobey God. They, of course, make an idol, which God said don't do. They make a God that is a God besides him, and he said you'll have no other gods before me. So already they're breaking their rule or they're breaking their word to God that they will not disobey him. Look what happens in verse number 6. And they rose up early on the morrow and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings and the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. So after the they come to Aaron, Aaron makes this golden calf, and they begin to worship it and make sacrifices to it and treat this false god, this idol, like it is their god, like it's the one that delivered them from Egypt. And look, it's very easy to look down on the nation of Israel for this, to say, I can't believe, I mean, they've just seen God work so powerfully. They've seen God deliver them. They've heard God speak. They see the presence of God on the mountain. How could they do this? How could they allow this to, to happen where they just give up on God in such a short amount of time? But we do the same thing in our lives. Now, we don't make golden calves, but when God delays working the way that we think he should or in the timetable we think he should, we look for other idols as well. We look for things that will do for us what we think God should be doing for us. Whenever we get impatient with God, we always end up sinning, and sin always leads to death. And that's what happens to the nation of Israel. Look what happens in verse number 10. And the Lord said unto Moses, I have seen this people, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. Now therefore, let my wrath wax hot against them, and I will consume them, I may make thee a great nation. So God sees what's happening, and he tells Moses, I'm tired of dealing with these people. I've shown my love for them. I've shown my protection for them. I've shown my power to them. And they just constantly are, are turning their backs on me and rejecting me and disobeying me. I'm just going to wipe them out and start over with you, Moses. So God sees the sin of the people, and his wrath is kindled. He wants to pour his wrath out on Israel for their sin. And if it wasn't for Moses interceding for them, that's exactly what God would have done. But look what happens in verse number 11. And Moses besought the Lord, his God, and said, Lord, why doth thy wrath wax hot against my people, which thou hast brought forth out of the land of Egypt? 
with great power and with a mighty hand. Wherefore, should the Egyptians speak and say, For mischief did he bring them, to slay them in the mountains, and to consume them from the face of the earth? Turn from thy, from thy fierce wrath, and repent of this evil against thy people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, thy servants, to whom thou swearest by thine own self, and saidest unto them, I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven. And this land that I have spoken of will I give unto your seed, and they shall inherit it forever. And the Lord repented of the evil which he thought to do to his people. What we see here is a great reminder of what Jesus Christ does for us. When Jesus Christ came uh, to earth and lived a perfect life and he died on the cross, he died for our sins. The wrath of God for my sins and your sins and all the world's sins were poured out on Jesus Christ. And he intervened on our behalf with God. But it goes so much further than that. You know, the Bible tells us in the New Testament that we have a high priest that goes before God on our behalf, and that's Jesus Christ. We as God's children, when we sin, we have the privilege to go to God and confess and repent of our sins. And the Bible says when we do that, then God will forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from our unrighteousness. I never turned that on. That was stupid. I probably didn't get the right lighting. Or maybe I did. I don't know.